this now, called Blonde, and that was Solo. Now, last year, I reviewed Love and Mercy about a year after it came out, um, but it was a fantastic film about Brian Wilson making the Pet Sounds album, and also it focused on his later years when he came out of his mental problems and finally ditched the uh, the psychiatrist later struck off that was controlling every aspect of his life and he sort of came back to life and he's I think he's playing Sydney isn't he soon um so he's he's a much in a much stronger place than he was but the film was wonderful love and mercy uh, it was a really imaginative take on a music biopic and he focused a lot on the production of music itself which I really really enjoyed John Wells has come back last year, uh, and I consider myself one of the foodie tragics. I watch MasterChef every year. I try and cook a lot and do whatever and buy expensive cooking equipment that I don't need and so on. So I was fascinated. The cast is from heaven. It's an amazing cast. Bradley Cooper, Sienna Miller, uh, Daniel Brawl, who was brilliant in uh, Rush as uh, the, the Formula One driver, Nicky Lauda. He was superb in that. Alice Vikander, who's everywhere these days. Uh, Matthew Reed, Suma Thurman, Emma Thompson. Sounded like a marriage made in heaven, particularly with the focus on, on fine dining and cooking. And it stars Bradley Cooper as an amalgam of the Gordon Ramsay, Marco Pierre White sort of axis as a chef that has burnt every bridge he's ever had and been lost in addiction. I guess he's kind of Anthony Bourdain as well. Um, he's been an addict for years and, and then he spent three years doing penance, shucking oysters uh, and in New Orleans somewhere and, he, and he's got no friends left, no money, no nothing, everyone hates him. So he turns up in London um, at a, a hotel with a very posh two-star Michelin restaurant um, and the proprietor and the, the, his son who owns the restaurant kind of runs the whole thing. Um, have had their fingers burnt by Bradley Cooper's character before, but he wants to weasel back in there and get. They treat the Michelin star in this as the home run, or the basically the whole film is revolving around this slam dunk of getting the third Michelin star. Um, it, and that's and that's basically it. There's not a lot of imagination in the story. I'm sure you can imagine the ups and downs, the bit where it all goes wrong and where he comes back again, and uh, along the way. Uh, who's his sidekick in it? Sienna Miller. She's um, she's having a good career lately. She's turning up in some decent roles, which I'm glad to see. And they're all American accent ones, apart from this this one. This is the first time I've seen her back in England, actually playing an English person. And she's one that he recruits this super team of super chefs, all of them sort of from the gutter and hungry for more, as Bourdain would say. Uh, and he has a relationship with her in the film as well. It didn't get very good reviews when it came out last year. I think they were possibly kind. Um, there are quite a lot of things wrong with this film. Um, the incredulity in which I watched it, I mean, I mentioned that he has a relationship with his head chef, like a romantic relationship. In real life, this is not going to happen like it does in the film, where they maintain a fierce working relationship and a romance on the side never going to happen but the main the main problem is how many stupid ideas they have the idea that anyone who has a two michelin star restaurant would immediately walk away from that because some guys walked in off the street and taken over for a night 
And you don't get Michelin stars like that. You don't, if you want that last one, go and find yourself a two Michelin star restaurant and just go for that last one. It's, it's ludicrous if you understand how the system works. And there are lots of fallacies in the way that they operate. They said they trained them in the kitchen for months to become to look like proper chefs. I don't see the point in that because surely you could train someone in an hour to look like they're stirring a, a pot correctly. Um, lots of the action in it is very unbelievable. You just know that there's no way that he's going to walk in off the street and just take over this multi-million dollar restaurant and they're going to renovate the whole thing for him within a week or two. Uh, and there's a lot of you know talk about these fabled dishes or being able to do these amazing things with food and um, the story is very unimaginative, particularly down to the relationship, which goes in the manner that you would expect. You you expect Bradley Cooper to have a meltdown and it all go horribly wrong and then come back and be triumphant at the end. Everything happens lockstep. The cast is woefully underused. Daniel Brawl is a brilliant actor. At least he's given a tiny bit of meat on his very, very homogenized gay character, which is really crap, but... Emma Thompson, Uma Thurman, they just aren't even used. Alicia Vikander, she just sort of very, very beautiful throwaway fluff in this film. None of the characters are written. None of them mean anything. Bradley Cooper is strong as a character, and they say that um, part of the problem with the movie was how obnoxious he is. Personally, I'm happy to watch a brilliant obnoxious character in a movie. That's never been a problem for me. Um, I don't actually think he is that obnoxious. He's just more like a rude kid in it. He's not like this towering megalomaniac. Of course, he will throw the occasional thing theatrically across the kitchen, as um, you would expect. But none of this movie rings true. A brilliant cast is completely wasted. The amazing touch the director had with Love and Mercy, which was so deep and so and so resonant and human, He's completely gone. This could be done by the next Michael Bay, or it's just it's it's a, it's it's not even big enough to be a mess. It's it's kind of limited in its scope. Um, so I thought there's going to be virtually no way I wouldn't say it was passable entertainment, but it's a pretty terrible film. So I'm going to give Burnt a three and a half out of ten, and I'd sit through it because I'm obsessed by that kind of cooking. But if you weren't I think you would think it was awful. So, real shame. Burnt three and a half out of ten. And this is from Scuba, who I've played. Uh